Annyeong, and welcome to How Do You Juku, starring Brandon Cooper and myself, P.D. Rave. This is episode 9. Thank you! Enjoy! Buenos nachos, amigos. Welcome to another fine episode of How Do You Juku. I am P.D. Rave, your man with no plan. With me, as always, is Brandon Cooper, a.k.a. King Kaz. How you doing, Kaz? I am doing rather well. The holidays are close to over. That means working hours go back to normal. Yes. And I could generally stop fucking with people. And when they say Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays to me and give them that blank stare as if I don't know what they're talking about. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Makes them feel weird. Yes. It's a beautiful time. Stop. It's a beautiful time. Uh, uh, it's a beautiful time. We're getting into the, uh, you know, past the holiday seasons, year end celebrations. Uh, by the way, if you're listening to Korea, uh, in Korea, and I'm seeing some Korean IPs, uh, Anyong, uh, if you're, if you happen to be looking for a job as a backup dancer, I, 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 I think you can go ahead and, uh, call up JYP. There might be a position available. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, just letting you know. Just letting you know, you might get a, you might have to put on his plastic pants for him, but, uh, there's a good chance you might get the gig if you're good enough. Uh, but, but with that said, let's get into <laughs> what we're talking about tonight. We, of course, we start off every episode with checking in with each other, what we're listening to. Kaz, what have you been listening to this week? Um, I went back and listened to, I don't want to call them classics. But I went back and listened to some some slightly older stuff. I went and listened to some M Black because I I always love M Black. I, I I told you this before the show, but man, like I secretly love M Black, and I don't know why I'm secretly doing it. Like like <laughs> M Black is fucking awesome, and and they deserve a lot of praise. Like their their cast of characters is just funny and interesting, and kind of just know what they're doing, you know? Yeah, like. They know their roles and they fit them really well. And like, you can just kind of take almost any of them and put them kind of anywhere on the map of just things like in a drama or, or on a variety show or like mm-hmm. any of those things. And they're going to stand out. Like that's what M black does, you know? Yeah. Um, and also- I think, I think part of the problem is they just don't get as much praise because a lot of their music is not always, you know, the tops, so to say, yeah. you know, the top but, of the pops. <laughs> yeah, but man, I, I fucking I love those kids. Yeah, and uh, you know, the, 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 you got some classic tunes. I know that uh, freaking Smoky Girl has been <laughs> was my jam for a while after oh, yeah. the, the, I listened to it. It's just amazing uh, tunes. Oh yeah, I should say like uh, the song I picked is uh, M Black's Cry, um, which I just really love. Great video too. Um, to this song, but yeah, Smokey Girl is is really good. Yeah, it's um, jam. But yeah, uh, what else? I know, I know, you got some two p.m. in that piece. Well, yeah, I also want to say, I also want to say, if you if you like are kind of new to the K-pop thing first, and then you're you're listening to us, thank you. But I will say, and Black's Cry is very Korean pop video. If you've ever seen a Korean pop video, it's M Black's Cry, <laughs> like it's in that style. Um, 
Yeah. So yeah. it's a quintessential. Don't don't let me saying it's a great video like throw you off. You'll be like, this is like every other video. Yeah, 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 it is. But it's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, I also I also threw two of my favorite 2 p.m. songs in this week because uh, they kind of popped on at work on me and I forgot how much I love these two songs. Um, one being Heart Heartbeat. Oh my god, such an amazing song. And there are some performance videos of them doing these songs live, of doing uh, Heartbreak Live. Really, really good. Um, and TikTok. Uh, and like, there, there was this great thing with TikTok because it was a really long video. Um, it was kind of split into two parts because, um, it's also starring, um, Lovely from Coffee Prince. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a really fun, cute video. Um, you know, very, very mini movie, uh, as we used to call them back in the day when you, when you had these kind of music videos. Yeah. Um, so the, the, the classics, the, the ones you used to have with, uh, with, you know, uh, Puff Daddy flying through a uh, fire on a, an explosion yeah. with a <laughs> speedboat and they'd be like, it'd be five minutes into it and the song still hasn't kicked in, you know, it's like <laughs> back in the day. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, you know, performance art, the performance art of it all. Uh, but yeah, um, I love 2pm. But yeah, no, TikTok, great song. Heart, heartbeat, another really fun song. Um, so stuff you should definitely check out and listen to. Yeah. So uh, you've been listening to my friend Peter. I've, I've had, uh, uh, some interesting, uh, moments, uh, this week, um, concerning, uh, K-pop. Uh, randomly, just out of nowhere, uh, I was looking up, you know, on a Wikipedia hole and got reminded of the existence of a group by the name of MIB. Uh, MIB is a four man group that is kind of just a straight up, uh, hip hop group. Uh, <laughs> they're, they're not really as much idols as they are just like a hip hop group. They're very, you know, pop, like they're very much K pop, but, and they're good looking dudes, but, it, the song Men in Black that came out this year, uh, I got reminded of that existence, uh, and it's just a catchy hip hop tune. <laughs> and it's just, I, I, I was just jamming to it. And like the, the one little dance, there's no dance to it, except there's only yeah. one small dance uh, in the chorus. And it is the, one of the catchiest dances ever. Cause so easy to do <laughs> and yeah. just so cool that <laughs> you just can't help but like sit in your chair and try to copy it. And it's like, uh, you and, and, uh, and, and, yeah, and the video is super fun. It's, uh, it stars, uh, you know, they're, they're very much reminiscent of, uh, the movies Men in Black, uh, even though, th- yeah, despite the claims that it's not the movie Men in Black, we are in my boo, uh, uh, it's very reminiscent of Men in Black. And I, I choose to believe that, 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 uh, African American gentleman is not in any way supposed to represent Will Smith. That's what I choose to believe. <laughs> Just for my own, uh, my own health. But yeah, it's just a fun song. <laughs> it's just, like, just kind of just jam into it. Uh, aside from that, uh, I had another interesting journey. So I've, we're going to talk about soon. We're going to talk about a show called Reply 1987 in our drama talk. Uh, it's going to be the, like the next, the one after the one after the next, like three dramas from now. Uh, we're going to talk about Reply 1987 and, the sequel to that is Reply 1994, and I've been watching that, and from that, I've been, uh, I got inspired to check out, uh, one of the actresses on that show is Dohi, a member of Tiny G, 
And I randomly got inspired to check out their recent one, their video. And again, another, <laughs> another catchy hypnotic dance that it just caught me. <laughs> uh, Tiny G's Miss You. And it has that, that cat paw dance. A boko paw, boko paw, do, 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 boko paw. And you get, did you, did you get infected by that dance like I did? Um, I, I was actually watching it before we started, so, um, I don't, it, it, it's cute. It's, it is cute. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cute. I just, I ca- kind of got infected by it. Uh, it's also interesting about Tiny G is like looking back at their debut, which happened back in 2012. Uh, it seems like they debuted with the concept of, uh, you remember when, uh, the WWF had like mini Vader and mini gold dust and, mm-hmm. uh, like mini, you know, mini all these wrestlers, like mini Kane or whatever. It seems like they be- debuted as a mini 21, like physically, mm-hmm. <laughs> cause they're all short. <laughs> <laughs> they were they come out with the hip hop concept, so I think they were supposed to be like a like the midget wrestling version of of twenty one. <laughs> so, but yeah. yeah, they they've but with this new song, they kind of blossomed into this cute thing. And I have to wonder the the one with the longest hair, the taller, the tallest one of the group, is also uh sixteen right now. Uh, mm-hmm. I have to wonder. She seemed a little shorter in the debut video. I'm wondering if she's if what if they've Taking into consideration the possibility of her getting too tall to be considered tiny. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm wondering if anybody's ever graduated from a from an idol group purely based on height. <laughs> I know people have graduated. I know people have graduated based on age, but have yeah. they done so out of, out of height? Uh, that would be interesting. Cause she's, she's, you can see her. She's a 16 year old, but she's like a, like a, a good couple inches above all the rest of them. <laughs> yeah, she is. Uh, and of course the other, the other thing that caught my attention this week, uh, was of course the, 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 all the channels or all the networks are doing their like year end song festivals, their Gaio Day June or Gaio whatever, all the Gaio yeah. festivals. And one of the performances we talked about, I think we, yeah, we mentioned it last yeah, week. Yeah, we did, we did. And I was hyped about it, and we finally got to see, uh, was CL and Ihori, uh, performing as the baddest females, the baddest bitches in K-pop! What? <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I'm gonna let you say your, your thing first. Uh, I was, I, I was hyped about it. I enjoyed it. Uh, I think the production from Teddy Park on the, on the backing song honestly Im- managed to improve Baddest Female in a way. And <laughs> I, I, it managed somehow to improve it. Uh, and it almost made it, uh, it, it, it actually made it enjoyable. And, uh, and of course the uh, CL brought the energy and she was awesome. And, uh, Ihori, uh, you know, did her thing. I uh, will say if there's one thing, I, or the main thing I would complain about it, not enough Ihiori. <laughs> like she showed yeah, up, did like, that's like, what I was going to say. I was like, okay, this is cute. Uh, like this is cute. <laughs> you know, like that's all I kept thinking. And I was like, all right. Okay. CL, 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 CL. CL. Yeah. Where's CL going? Okay. What? Oh, oh, okay. 
Oh, all right. Finally, Lee Hurry. All right. Wait, it's over. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it's like one little dance sequence. Yeah. Nothing. And that's it. Like, what? What? I was like, I, I wanted more. <laughs> and the camera work was horrendous because they terrible. kept missing. Yeah, it was yeah. fucking terrible, dude. Yeah. Uh, these, the production values in these, some of these networks sometimes can just get ridiculously bad. Like, uh, how many, like, like the mama pre-show, I know they had the, the three hosts on there. They were constantly looking at their cue cards and I was wondering, I was like, could they not afford teleprompters? Teleprompters? <laughs> it's like, what? Uh, but, it, you know, like, sometimes... Alright, so here, here are some of my problems with, with the camera shotting, right? They had that overhead camera, and it was way underutilized. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, yeah. They have the cameras in the crowds, like, to kind of show people's reactions to things that are going on on stage. And this would have been a perfect one to keep showing people's reactions. You know? Because, yeah. like... Let's just say Lee Hyori and fucking CL are not in like the most uh like they're not in that uh, outfits that leave a lot to the imagination. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. And they kind of at one point show like the guys kind of like, "Oh." But like you could have shown a lot of like I'm pretty sure the camera would have caught a lot of like just jaw drops, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then the fucking, the panning, the over amount of fucking cameras panning. And then because they're panning, they're not in focus. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, you're big, you're multi-million dollar television networks, uh, Airing on one of the biggest uh, markets in the world of media, uh, that's also going to be reaching out multinationally. You got to step your game up at some point. I mean, right. you need to be caught up. Like Korea should be ahead of us with this kind of shit, as they are with everything else. Damn it! Uh, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was still, uh, fun performances. And I think, uh, yeah, no, like the performance was amazing. And like yeah. you said, like, I forgot this was fucking baddest female, the song that I was like, so, ugh, to, you know? Because yeah, um, I think, uh, Teddy Park kind of smooshed it up and uh, made it, made also, it nice. And you want to know how much of a weirdo I am? You want to know what the first thing I owed about was? The first thing that just made me go, ugh. I was like, I'm watching the video, and I'm like, okay, all right. And I'm like, really, CL? Did you go back to the colored hair? <laughs> uh, I was like, I like the jet black hair, dude. Yeah. Like, I, I just do. I just, ah. Uh. Yeah. I agree, because it was, it was a nice look for all, for the Kudiwayo uh, run with the hat and the, the you know, nice she, you know, showing off. You can... Focus on her, on her beauty mole on her face and, and her eyes and whatnot and the jet black hair. But now she's gone back to that Gigi Bay blonde hair. <laughs> uh, but hopefully it's temporary. We'll see. 
Uh, hopefully we're good things. Uh, but speaking of wild performances, uh, it did, have you seen before, uh, uh Sunmi's 24 hours? Uh, cause it was a pretty big hit throughout this year. It's one of the kind of the, the seminal hits. Have you seen the original of this song that Sai covered in his live performance? No. Like, uh, not see this like I, i'm looking at it now yeah like i'm looking at it because we have it in the, the links and stuff and checking it out but i was like i had not seen this before yeah so is sunmi uh used to be a member of a group by the name of wonder girls uh she yep. recently kind of uh done she's doing her own thing now she went to went solo uh she's still good friends with all the girls from uh, from Wonder Girls but she decided to go solo be a former member of the group and she recently came out with a song uh called 24 hours uh or I think this the full title is 24 hours is not enough uh it, and it's a really cool sexy really nice song the music video is really cool and sexy and sultry and it's famous for its uh barefoot dance routine which is uh mm-hmm. She performs the whole song in that outfit, in something similar to that outfit that you see Sai rocking there, mm-hmm. uh, completely barefoot, and it's a lot of, you know, writhing on the ground and really cool. Uh, Sai went ahead and, uh, paid his own tribute, as only Sai can. Uh, mm-hmm. what did you think of Sai? Sai seriously does not give any more fucks. He has, he has no fucks I mean, to give. He, he is a musical comedian. Like, that's what he was always promoted as, you know? And he was always promoted as, as, you know, this person that, that, um, you know, makes jokes, uh, you know, kind of using music by using music to do that. So, like, I love it, you know, cause this is what, this is what I want people to see of Psy, right? Cause people just think like, oh, Gungyum style guy, right? You know, like, oh, awesome song, man. And then like, no, no, that's not what I want you to know of Psy. I want you to know freaking funny as fuck, goofy, musical gag man Psy. Like that's yeah. who Psy really is. Uh, yeah, it's just. <laughs> It's just amazing. Uh, uh, yeah, that's the, the the side that makes Psy truly unique and awesome. And one of the, one of the things that uh, I would say he, he's 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 a man of his own world. <laughs> he's awesome. Uh, I also in LinkedIn here, uh, Sumpy went ahead and linked uh, a different fan cam of the same performance uh, and decided to compare it to another uh, cover of this song. This time by Sunyashide's Su Young. Uh, and decided to ask who did it better. Uh, I think the obvious answer is Young did it better. Sai yeah. is funny. Young kind of rocked it, and she she's, uh, for I all... I mean, that, but that's what it, it, it's... Sai's version is meant to just kind of be ridiculous, like, look at Sai in this damn outfit. Like, yeah. and Sai knows, he's like, I can't, I can't get on the ground that much and get back up. <laughs> look at me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, look, we, we're, we're gonna make some effort, but we ain't making a lot of effort, alright? <laughs> yeah. And then Su Young rocks it on her own thing. I have to say, uh, the one thing I would say about Su Young, she, she, she needs some, some more meat on her legs. Like, she's getting a little scrawny. I like, I don't like, I don't like the, the chopstick legs. I'm not a fan. I mean, she, she's a love, she has a lovely face and a good smile. She, she has a togetherness in her, in her facial features, but, 
and she's a tall drink of water, but she needs she needs to make sure she maybe add some muscle tone. If it's uh, she has a big you know a bit fast metabolism, she doesn't necessarily gain weight. Add some muscle tone. Do some lifting. Maybe do some squats. You know, some leg presses. You know, lift a little. That's all I'm saying. Uh, but otherwise, fantastic performance from Si Young, and of course, Sai being Sai. Uh, before, okay, so it is the end of the year. Uh, we were we're gonna go and talk about this past year and this next year, kind of give our thoughts on the world of K-pop as a whole. But first. Before we do that, uh, I know you started getting into airs. Uh, you yeah, watched the first couple of episodes, and you had a couple of thoughts on the show. <laughs> that I did. Um, I don't. All right, you know what? I do know where to start. I, I'm going to start by saying, um. This is a show with a lot of effort put into it, right? Yeah. You can clearly see that. Um, there are a fucking cast of characters in this, right? And I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it benefit of the doubt, benefit of the doubt, because I'm only a few episodes in. But of all the dramas that I have seen, including, um, and, and, and I'm making a weird comparison here. There, there's a show called Gong S, which, which at some point will be on our list that I hardcore backed out of, not because it was a bad show, but because it drew me in so much, right? That, you know, you get to that. Now you, you, you've kind of gotten the formula of how dramas go, right? PD? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, you get to that point where you're like, no, she's not going to end up with him. <laughs> no, she has to end up with the other guy. And Gong S is going down that part. And I was like, no, I can't do it. No, you can't end up with him. I'm not watching the last four episodes. No, you can't do this to me. <laughs> um, but, but, uh, this show, I, I'm struggling with it so hard. The yeah. first episode is fucking terrible. It is <laughs> horrendous. It is a beautifully shot show, though. I will say that. It is a fucking beautifully shot show. Two things stand out hardcore in the first four episodes that I've seen. Holy shit product placement. Okay? Yes. Like, <laughs> you, you span two countries and you're going to tell me everyone drinks the same energy drink? Fuck you. <laughs> and everybody has the same phone and everybody has that tablet that you go into that one. It's, you're going to see, it's going to be a game uh, of counting how many times you see that one shot of the tablet going into that that one speaker dock that everybody on the show has in their house. Right. Right. Uh, no matter that one how much th- money they have, they have that fucking speaker dock. Yeah. <laughs> what? It's like, um, and it's, and it's a nice full shot of the speaker go- with the, the, the tablet going in. And then every once in a while they'll do the turn thing that the, that the tablet, that the dock has a feature for. And I'm like, look at this. And it's like, okay. Uh, All right. Uh, but the what else? The other thing. The other thing, right? Every show gives you this character, even if it's, even if it's the characters that you don't like, like even, even in Good Doctor, right? The, the one doctor who's kind of a hard ass to him. 
has a redeeming quality about him, right? Um, and, and the more you go, the more redeeming he becomes, right? Yeah. So, like, even in something, what else have we watched? Um, uh, coffee prince, right? Well, okay. Coffee prince is a terrible show because everybody is so cute in that show. Yeah. Uh, there are no Everybody's redeeming. Yeah. yeah, no, there's no villains yeah. in that show. Yeah. Even even um, the one tough guy, the guy that steals the thing, you end up loving him. He's yeah. adorable. Uh, my lovely yeah. Samson, right? Both of them, in, in some way, shape, or form, are like kind of bad people, right? Because Samson is just rude and fucking, like, has no fucks to give. And, and the dude is just like rich boy who just like will not learn you know but as you go on like you 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 find these things that that you love about them right and like like i even liked him in that show from the beginning too you get to this show even even the girl um the girl's kind of a an empty vessel in some places yeah like like, you think at certain points, right? You think, like, okay, when she's in Korea and she has to deal with, like, kind of the rich people, she's doing it to kind of keep face, in a sense, and, like, not... Because she's, you know, she's she's working so hard and, and, you know, she's doing so much stuff and, like, all this or whatever, and she's just kind of trying to save face, in a sense, you know? Mm-hmm. But... And you see kind of a tough side to her, like when she's dealing with the dude's girlfriend, right? She's kind of, she's kind of witty and, and, and like has this little thing to her, right? She has like a little quirk to her. And you think like, okay, like she gets to America and like the first thing she does is like kind of bow down to this girl that she doesn't even fucking know, you know? Cause the chick is like, why are you laughing at me? And she's like, you know, oh, pretend she's Japanese for no fucking reason. Pretend she's Japanese, right? And the girl's like, "What? Well, I know Japanese too. What the fuck?" And she's like, oh, "Okay, whatever." You know, like, all right, you know, I'm just gonna crawl away with my tail in between my legs. And you're just like, "Why? Why would you do? Like, what is that? You know what I'm saying? Like, why are you just? You're just." presenting this character as this bitch so that later on when she's even more bitchy like there's no surprise to it but there's there's no reason for that you know what i'm saying like there was no reason for them to run into each other at the airport just to run into each other later on for the other chick to be even more of a bitch you know and then like even in that second interaction um between uh chai sung and what's the other chick um uh, that was, uh, uh Rachel. Rachel Yu. Uh, you are, yeah. Uriel. But Rachel, um, Rachel Yu. When they get to the apartment and she like pushes her bag down the stairs, right? And she's like, she has, she, she says like, okay, I'm gonna let that one go. You know, like she says that. She's like, okay, you got that one, right? Like you, you can have that cool whatever like you're you're mad that there's some chick you don't know in your in your fiance's house okay you have that right then when she's like open your bag so i can see that you didn't steal shit you know and she's like you know what fine whatever but then like the chick just tosses her shit and then it's just like get out and then she cries i'm like what like what (laughs) yeah yeah uh 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, there, there's some differences in, in when the character grows. I'm, I'm going to look forward to what you see when, when, when you're going forward with both the, the main characters, uh, when you finally get deeper into the show. But, uh, if I were to give my own quick thoughts before I go into my, my deeper thoughts, I have a lot to say about this show. I could go on and on and we'll do that on a, on its own proper episode. But, uh, one thing that I can commiserate with you on is, Goddamn the bad acting white folk. <laughs> oh my god. The dude. Oh my god. I forgot about the bad acting just Americans in this show. Did they just bull- did they just go like Oh They're shit, in LA. They were like, oh fuck, we forgot actors. Hey, <laughs> you and you <laughs> do you, like, you like, want to be an actor? Like every Every English speaking person is terrible. Like the hold on, just this one part. This one part in the classroom, right? Yeah. The teacher was okay. The teacher was fine, right? Like the teacher. I have no idea what he was teaching, but (laughs) yeah, I don't know. Was that English? Was that English? Was that an English class? Like a philosophy class? Was that a high school? I that looked like a fucking college. I'm pretty sure that was a college. I don't. I'm. No, I don't think that was a high school. I've never seen a high school classroom have a lecture hall. I could yeah. be wrong. <laughs> well, my high school had one, but yeah. But that should, that should look like a. Did did you not get confused during that whole part? Because yeah, no, I got completely high confused. School, yeah, right? <laughs> like I'm like I, I kept going. Oh, this is a college campus. This is a college campus. This is a college campus. Then they were like. Yeah, no, high school. I was like, I'm huh? Ah, there's a bulletin board in the quad. There's a quad. What? Yeah. What? There were international students. Ow. <laughs> what? Um. But yeah, but in the bad acting Americans here. Yeah. He's like, you know, uh, you know, blah, 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 did a poll of a hundred and whatever, you know, blah, 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 country, non-English speaking countries to find out what the most beautiful word is. What do you guys think the most beautiful word was? He, you know, and he's like, um, you're like, oh, this, oh, love, oh, you know, whatever. Lamar Odom. Like, <laughs> they just use a speaking spell for that? <laughs> like, what the fuck? And then like, comes back around. Oh, what do you think they said for the most ugly word in English was? Death. Hey. Nah. Death. Lamar Odom. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> what? what is that? Who are you? <laughs> and the fucking, the cop. Oh, God, the cop is terrible. And the dude's best friend. Jesus Christ. He's <laughs> best friend. It's like they grabbed a random surfer. They grabbed a random dude that looked like Carl Winslow, which I don't know how they got the context of, how, of grabbing a Carl Winslow guy uh, if they don't know actors. But, fuck, I'm sure if you wanted a Carl Winslow guy, I'm sure you could have hired Carl Winslow. He's not working that much. Much better actor. Much better actor. <laughs> you could have gotten Carl Winslow. You could have gotten Carl Winslow. Like, I, I can speak English. Yeah. I would have done it too. For there must sake. be a misunderstanding. Like that's all you had to say. There must be a misunderstanding. But there must have been a misunderstanding. Like what the fuck? <laughs> all you say. Why are you pronouncing it like that? And like the surfer dude was oh like there was alright, right? Early on in the first episode, the surfer dude is okay. 
Right? Yeah. Like, he is totally fine. He's like, hey, dude, your phone was ringing. Like, oh, all right, thanks. You're not going to answer it? It's been ringing for a while now. You know, like, this is how he's having this conversation. Perfectly fine. Right? And then, you know, dude speaking his, you know, broken Korean English. And, you know, and it has that, that oh, I've been in America for a while, but not long enough kind of tone to it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Surfer D is okay. For some reason, you get to the second episode. And I guess snorting those beans must have fucked with him because then everything else is just like, well, you know, even before snorting the beans. Oh, my lovely. Oh, how? Oh, yes. Do you need help? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Stop it. (laughs) And then, like, the fact that every um, American is, like, uh, out to get the the Korean uh, people, you know, that every, like... The dude is a, just crazy for drugs and sex, and that's all the girls are slutty bitches, and they want they just want to you know bang all the time, and it's like, uh, it's ridiculous in those first couple episodes. Uh, but yeah, uh, you're gonna you're at episode four where we finally get Heechul. I think one of the bright spots is Heechul's appearance as the MC of like the fake uh, uh music show or real music show. I don't know if it was real or fake, but whatever. Uh. But yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk about airs. <laughs> we're gonna talk about airs even more uh pretty know. soon. Oh my god, it's it's killing uh, me. <laughs> it is slowly but surely killing me. <laughs> I'm gonna talk about airs for sure and at least because <laughs> I gotta get I'm a gonna, lot off my chest. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna put, I'm gonna try, but I don't I some I may I may bow I may bow out. I don't know dude. <laughs> the challenge alright, like, the challenge for you the challenge for you, you're already episode four. I think if you can get to episode 11, episode, past episode 10, I think you can power through the rest. I think. Try that. <laughs> I wish you luck. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. I, I, I will try. Like, like, I wanna do this. And when I want to, I want to really try, but like, this may be the one that I throw my hands up on. Like, this, just, just maybe like, the one. Like, like Jerry Seinfeld did the, the concert, like, all right, I'm out. Yeah, like, I may just do that, like. Go all right, Seinfeld. Nope. <laughs> uh, because like, I can't stand anyone, dude. Like, I have not found anyone to love in this show. Like, uh, her best, her best friend, that, that dude, like, he's just confused. <laughs> he just don't know what he wants. Her sister is a fucking bitch. Her Luckily, you never see her right, again. But, like, yeah. Because her mom, like, that whole, like, her mom can't speak thing, her mom, you know, her mom is deaf or Cause, whatever. Because, you know, it's a K drama. There has to be a disability. And, you know, for right. Death is the dumbest disability ever. Yeah. Like, because I, I felt like I felt like her mom could be that redeeming character, but her mom is just so nonchalant. Yeah. Because they don't have, there's not a lot you can do with it because she's a non-speaking character. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So because of that, there's just there's not a lot to work with. Um. But yeah, uh, look, we'll you'll we'll talk more. I'm gonna be hopefully if you can make it, I'll be definitely be interested uh, what you think once you get deeper into the show. Uh but looking forward and looking back a little bit, going to our next segment. All right, so tomorrow is the last day. Tomorrow for you guys listening is the last day of 2013. 
Uh, still a couple of days for us, but, uh, looking back, 2013 is, what well, is definitely, this, actually 2012 and 2013 have been a couple of interesting years for, for K-pop in general, like, uh, so, alright, so let me get into the context of what created, uh, the, uh, us wanting to do this whole thing. Uh, I was randomly on my YouTube and I saw a video that said 2012 K-pop girl group debuts. And it was by Sumpy. Sumpy, uh, of course, is one of our sources where we get a lot of our news from. Um, they, great site, gives you a bunch of, they, they have a bunch of great news on, on there all the time. Uh, and they did a wrap up of all the girl groups that debuted in 2012. And all the boy groups as well. And I watched that video, and boy, did I not recognize almost all of the groups. Yeah. Yeah, you linked uh, me that video, and I'm like... Like, I don't know who those girls are. I don't know who those bitches are. I don't know who those bitches are. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> I don't know who those guys those girls are. It's like, uh, okay. And there's a, there, cause, and it doesn't help that there were 34 groups that debuted in 2012. It's a lot of groups. Uh, and of course among that, you know, it's like Tiny G as we talked about, you know, uh, so it, there was a lot of groups and it, they got some stuff, some that stuck, you know, like EXO debuted in 2012 and they broke out in this year. Uh, Crayon Pop debuted in 2012 and they've had their breakthrough this year. Uh, Tiny G, uh, I, I already said Tiny G. What am I talking about? Uh, but yeah, a lot of groups, uh, you know, Tasty out of Willem Entertainment, uh, and they've kind of started to, uh, make their impact this year. So we decided to look back on this year because this year had its own, uh, kind of cavalcade of, of rookie stars. And, yeah. and we wanted to see if we actually sat down and, and, and see how many actually made it through the entire year. Uh, and also yeah. to see what, <laughs> to kind of get a picture and see who might break it, uh, if they survive the year, <laughs> who might break out, uh, in the near future. Uh, so I had a, f- a lot of fun. Okay. So we're using the Wikipedia's list of, uh, the idol groups that debuted in 2013. And, uh, Looking at this list, I actually sat down all day, like a good chunk of today, and actually researched uh, all of like the groups and who survived and whatnot, and what information I could find. Uh, so we're gonna just gonna go through the list quickly. First group to debut was a group by the name of the Brit. I cannot prove the existence of this group. <laughs> I, there's one video with the audio of their debut song. There's nothing else. I went to their website, uh, their entertainment agency's website. There's nothing on them. They're, it's the same uh, website that has Tubic, another, yeah. you know, and a couple actors, but it, they're not there. So I'm going to count them in the did not make it list. Did not make it. Uh, airplane, uh, I believe uh, they're still doing their thing. Yeah, airplane right. is still doing their thing. They're, they, they, they're, they're, you know, a little soon. Yeah, they're, they're kind of an under the radar group. They're still doing, they just recently, I think a couple of months ago, released a song. They're not, they didn't really hit it big, but they exist. They're still around and they're still doing their thing. Like, uh, like, you know, regular, uh, under the radar group. Same for Pascal. They've, they went from three to two though, <laughs> in the span of the year. They, they, they lost a member, but they recently released a song. 
Uh, <laughs> they're not the only one. <laughs> it's like you lose a sock. It's like when you lose a sock, you lose a member. It's like, oh, where did you go? It's like, damn, we, 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 you know, that was one intense practice. <laughs> Uh, of course we got Infinite Age, uh, you know, we, we, there's quite a few subgroups that debuted this year, uh, including Infinite Age out of, uh, of course Infinite. But yeah, Infinite Age, uh, Eagle Bomb is, uh, a group that I, I noticed is, uh, they never really broke, uh, set the world on fire, but they're still around. They're still, like, what they're doing is they're a hip hop duo and they're, just doing underground hip hop. They're part of a, you know, bigger label called Sniper Sound. So they kind of exist now. Uh, they had the one big, like, high production, uh, music video that I guess probably went, they went to music shows with. But now they kind of just exist in the kind of that, uh, we're in a hip hop label with a bunch of other people and we're constantly releasing YouTube videos and rapping with each other kind of mode. You know, you know that mode? Like, where it's like. Yeah. It's always like, uh, alright, this is a new track with us and this other rapper on our label, or this is, oh crap, uh, this is a freestyle we did all together, or, you know, that mode, which is cool. If you, if you want to check that out, I, I'm, I linked the YouTube page and a couple other things. Well, I, I will say one thing, uh, there's a guy on their label, uh, a rapper by the name of Song Raper. <laughs> I'll leave that out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's, oh, we have to keep our eye on Song Raper. Yeah. And I'm not oh, joking. Yeah. I want to keep my eye on Song Raper. I want to ha- oh god. Can we have, <laughs> can we have Song Raper and fucking Rat Monster have a battle? <laughs> Song Raper versus Rat Monster. <laughs> oh, we're going to get to Rat Monster in a little bit. Uh, <laughs> Tuyun, uh, is a subgroup of, uh, four minute, uh, just, uh, uh, yep. consisting of, uh, not Hiana 1 and not Hiana 2. Uh, uh, otherwise known as. <laughs> oh, god damn. I'm joking. Gaiyun and Jiyun did a kind of a cool, like, little banjo-ish song that, and like, and the video, uh, stars the boy band from Gag Concert, <laughs> uh, which was awesome. Uh, just kind of seeing them out of nowhere, cause I haven't seen them in a while on Gag Concert, and it's like, Hey, I know those guys. Ah, oh, I miss those guys. Those guys are funny. Uh, alright, so Heart Rabbit Girls is a <laughs> weird group. Alright, so they, they had, they originally debuted as a five member group and then all but one member dipped. <laughs> Just dipped. It's like I'm out on this shit. Yeah, I'm out. And then they had to re-debut as a four member group. Uh, with the original, one original member and three other members, and then the most recent video doesn't even have them in it. Uh, you know, all K-Will style. It's just these rabbits, these 3D rabbits that, I don't know, and, and they look like the ones that, from the Geico commercials where they said, uh, we can make this commercial in 15 minutes. <laughs> you know, cheaply. So, because the, they look like the really super cheap 3D animation rabbits. And I'm wondering, could they not afford to actually film a music video? I'm concerned. Probably not. Probably not. Uh, but yeah, Hard Rabbit Girls, for all intents and purposes, still together. More or less. Uh, <laughs> uh, but moving on. Uh, Iconize, uh, another group that is, I believe, a band. Uh, yeah. That are, you know, they're doing their thing. 
I think from all other purposes, they might, wait, I think this may have been a group that I saw recent stuff of, but I, I don't remember. I think I remember the name. I remember hearing the name, but I cannot remember anything from it. Yeah. Uh, but next is Purplay. Purplay is an interesting group. Cause Purplay is very, Purplay's, uh, uh, name to fame, the, the, their most notable aspect is that when they debuted, they fell into controversy because their choreographer straight up ripped off, uh, America's best dance crew's sixth season winners, I am me of their choreography for their video. And they got called out on it and had to delay the video in order to give the um, I am me a proper credit. And watching the video, it was funny because I was like, I was going to watch the video and then I was like, all right, mm-hmm. I'm going to watch the vi- perform whatever performances I can of I am me to see if like, if I can find the different choreographies, you know, watch them back and forth and whatever. But I was watching the original video of, you know, uh, uh, what's their face is purple. And once they get to like the, there's the dubstep breakdown, I was like, Oh yeah, there it is. <laughs> it's like, I don't even have to watch the I am me video because that's it. Cause I remembered that performance because I watched every, almost every season of America's Death Dance Crew and I remember that performance. <laughs> I remember that sequence because there's no denying that that was a straight ripoff. Uh, <laughs> and of course they got their, their, they got, you know, shit for it. They had to delay their debut and they haven't been heard from since. <laughs> Yeah, that's that sucks. Because yeah. it's not their fault, you know? Yeah. Uh and the it's song was actually really cool too. They hired a shitty choreographer. Yeah. Uh and that's one of those things where and, and we could talk about like the 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 gap in uh the gap in when it comes to entertainment <laughs> agencies, you know, you're either one of the good ones or you're not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we can get yeah. into that in a second. Uh, Maine and Rainey. I don't know. I don't know who the fuck they are. I've never heard of them. I haven't seen them. I can't find their existence. They don't even have an entertainment agency listed. So, Maine and Rainey. Bye. Um, Ladies Code is a group we've, I've mentioned yeah, we've, before, we've of course. Of, yeah. Uh, and they're still doing their thing, obviously. They just recently released a, you know, Pretty Pretty and they've, I believe they released a Christmas song recently. Or they're about to, I don't remember. Uh, but they're doing their thing. Um, next up is a group made, uh, formed by, uh, uh, te- uh, formed by Cube, trained by Cube. Apparently nobody in Cube, uh, has ever heard of Craigslist. <laughs> because they named their group M4M. I mean, uh, which is supposed to stand for Mystical Formula. But it doesn't, it, it, somebody needs to tell them that no, it doesn't, it doesn't stand for that. No. Not, not in the, not in the least bit. No. Not on the not internet. The internet. <laughs> no. No. M4M yeah. means a whole other thing. Which, yeah. hey, if you want to make that the group, if you wanted to, like, like, uh, nature of man, what they do with their freaking crazy, uh, Chippendale fierceness, if you want to make that the gimmick of the group, cool. <laughs> power, more power to you, but I have a feeling that they, they didn't have that in mind. I think they just made a boo-boo. Uh, yeah. Um, Top Dog. <laughs> we had our journey with Top Dog, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, we did. Uh, they, uh, they're still around. They released a song called Cigarette, which is their ballad and 
It is what it is. This is the group that lost Block B. I mean, this is the the entertainment agency that lost Block B uh, recently. So they, I think at this point they're, 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 they were just trying to get another Block B <laughs> uh, to fill the void. But yeah, who knows? All power to them. If they do well, that that would be cool too. Uh, of course, Global Icon, our girls, GI. Yeah. Uh, you we've said our piece about how much we love GI. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yeah, it, fighting. I think, uh, D-Light. Yeah, to keep doing it, okay. Uh, <laughs> gotta love 1K. Uh, D-Light. Uh, no, not, not, uh, Daesung. We're not talking about Daesung. He, no, yeah, no. we know he debuted a long time ago. Right. <laughs> but Delight is a four-girl group out of Bros yeah. Media and, and Entertainment. Now, now, I've, I've, I have fucking, ugh, ugh. You know I love D-Light, and you know I want more from them. That fucking, like, that one song that they have with, uh, what's his name in it, I, I have had on repeat so many times. <laughs> uh, and I, I'm, I'm wondering what a, what a mega yak would look like. I have no fucking clue, dude. <laughs> it would be, somebody needs to draw that, cause that would be fascinating. Uh, but yeah, it'd D-Light, be interesting. what is the song? What is the song? What is, the, is it I Love You? Something like no, that. That's that's the other delight. That's the other delight. Like I said, it's not day song. You're confusing things. Yeah. You figure that out. We're gonna go to the next group. Uh, pure. Mm-hmm. Uh, from what I, I can tell, they were. I think they're still uh doing their thing. They then they haven't really uh broke through, but they're still going at it and they're still plucking at it. Um, you beat is uh. Is a you kiss uh subgroup with uh uh Eli and AJ, our boys Eli and AJ. Uh not including Kevin, he's only featured on the song on the song on the album. Uh which is funny because in their eight year kimchi interview, uh because yeah. they're like friends with Simon and Martina, they had they had they interviewed all three of them <laughs> and they made the joke that they were, that uh you kiss was gonna have to gonna keep uh, having subgroups that uh featured but didn't include Kevin <laughs> that they were just going to keep having them like he would be featured on the album but he would never be part of the super subgroup <laughs> up until where they finally have you Kevin but they if Kevin wouldn't technically be a member of it <laughs> mm-hmm. it's like <laughs> why got to leave out Kevin uh but yeah you be really cool song they had a they, the their song is actually really cool uh that they came out with, uh, history, uh, they're doing their thing and actually recently, uh, I think are starting to kind of really, uh, make some headway with their most recent song. Uh, it, they, at least I know that it released with some hype. So cool thing for them. Uh, Tiara and the four, uh, <laughs> subgroup of obviously Tiara. Uh, mm-hmm. you, you, you know, you, you could have guessed that. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, interesting group. They did a song that was like, uh, that made me now in retrospect makes me think of uh their participation uh humans participation in uh invincible youth because it's it's uh countryside diary uh which is a cool fun mm-hmm. video mostly talk about uh but it mostly was just a song about you know fighting back against the haters which is all right yeah. but fuck the haters know, fuck the haters uh speed uh, is apparently started as a three 
member group and then organically grew to a nine member group. Uh, How do you organically grow to a nine member group? I think, I don't know. Magic. <laughs> uh, uh, I thought babies come from. Uh, they were originally part of co-ed school. So this is kind of a offshoot. They debuted as kind of a uh, formerly of co-ed school, which was a co-ed group. Uh, so I guess kind of a former subgroup, now independent mm-hmm. group. Uh, One Piece, not, not the anime. Uh, uh, One Piece, again, one of the many groups, uh, on this list that I had to add K-pop to the end of my Google search in order to find <laughs> any information on them. This is like, I'm not going to just find speed. Yeah, that's, that's always fun. We have like, to do uh, that. We're yeah. like, all right. No. All right, this K-pop. All right, there it is. God damn it! <laughs> You're like, right, I'm trying to, trying to Big Bang. No, not Big Bang Theory. Uh, maybe if I put the space. Uh, no, I don't want Big Bang Theory. No, I'm not talking about the Big. All right, uh, Big Bang K-pop. There we go. All right, God damn it! <laughs> like, you like, I just hate when I have to do that. Like, it's so yeah. dumb. Um, next up. I don't even want to talk about it. Come on. Bong Tom Boys. Bong Tom Boys. Bong Tom Boys. Their leader. And it, on this Wikipedia list, uh, one of the things that, okay, so this Wikipedia list has it all breaking, broken down into a couple of different, uh, points. So they add, you know, the name, the mm-hmm. name and hangar, the member mm-hmm. number, the leader, mm-hmm. the gender mm-hmm. and the you know, entertainment industry, fan club name, uh, you know, the fan club official color. Please, please tell me Bong Tom Boys doesn't have a fan club. Yes, I do. Uh, oh, yes, God. I do. so, uh, and you can see it right here. It's like Bong Tom Boys. And then I can see on their, you know, their hunger is Bong Tom Boys. Uh, Bong Tan's, actually, no, it's Bong Tan Sonyan, uh, Dan. So Bang Tan Sonyan Dan. Bang Tan Boys Scouts. Uh, seven members. Their leader, Rat Monster. Yep. Yeah. Male. Big yep. Hit Entertainment, mm-hmm. which is a subsi- yep. uh, of course a subsidiary of JYP. And their fan club is ARMY. A-R-M-Y. And acronyms, yeah. I guess. <sighs> they are who they are. But. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't, I, I don't, I don't fault anybody for, for liking Bungtown Boys if you do. I but, mean, it's, it's, it's your thing to, to like or dislike. Saying it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Just they are not our bias. They are not our bias, to say the least. Uh, next up is actually a really cool group, uh, LC9. Uh, they, it, it's, I think they're still around and, uh, they're on the same, uh, the same label as the Brown Eyed Girls and actually are apparently considered like the male version of Brown Eyed Girls. Uh, they debuted with a really cool song called My Mama Beat, which, uh, is, uh, the video is really cool and gritty and like it, what it is, it's like the video is just basically the group in like this dark alley or this not dark alley, but this alley and they all just start doing fight club <laughs> to the song and they just all start beating the shit out of each other. <laughs> And like back and forth too, and like you see them doing backflips and uppercuts, and like you see them bleeding from cuts and like punching windows, and it's like ah gritty. And it's like yeah, my mama beat. LC nine. LC nine. I'm gonna have to look. It, I'm gonna. I have to look that one up. 
but I didn't, yeah. into, I didn't look into that one. Like, I looked into a lot of the groups, and like you said, same thing happened. To, God damn it. I just had that happen. I typed in LC9, and I got a gun. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> there we go! There we go. <laughs> damn it. Uh, I'll let you enjoy uh, this video. I'm gonna link you to that. Uh, the, the okay. my mama beat video. Uh, it's a fun video. I'll let you enjoy that. Uh, the LC9 is really cool group, and you know, I, and Nega Network, uh, Nega Network, uh, Nega we've been Network. Over, we've been over this. We've been over what it means. Calm down. All right. <laughs> uh. Doing some cool things and, you know, the same network that brought us brown eyed girls. So, uh, same, you know, the entertainment agency where I'm going I, we don't talk about it. We don't really think about, it, but they brought us some good in our lives that, uh, brought us Narsha. So I will, I am, I'm forever grateful to the, to the entertainment agency that brought me Narsha. So, uh, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. You, you had a, you had a thing with Narsha for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just her video on a star golden bell of her answering the, uh, what is the English version of this Korean phrase? And it's, thank you. Oh. <laughs> it's like, I just watch her say thank you over and over and over again. I may do that after this episode. Yes, I did. I did that. And I may do that after we finish recording. This is, that's my girl. That's my girl, Narsha. I just uh, love those moments where, like, we, we'd be talking and then, uh, like, Petey'd have his mic on and we're all talking about stuff and you just hear, Thank you. <laughs> Petey, what are you doing? Huh? Oh, oh, can you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> I still have it bookmarked. <sighs> uh, but yeah, uh, great stuff. LC9, really cool group. Boys Republic, another group that's still doing their thing, you know, the Boys Republic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know if we mentioned it on the show, but we we had a couple of. I think when we found out about Boys Republic, we had a, some good things to say about them. We we didn't straight out dislike them. I think they maybe yeah maybe that or another group, but yeah they're they're still doing their thing. Uh, Empire, yeah. another group Never heard. that yeah they they're doing their thing. They're pretty popular, but yeah again another group that's still doing their thing out there. Uh, not necessarily on our radar, but yeah. Uh, do the thing. Uh, now, Taram. This is, this is an interesting group. Uh, in the sense that I listened to this song and I remember seeing, this is one of those groups that I remember actually seeing several times on, at least a couple times on, like when I used to watch Music Bank on a regular, more mm-hmm. or less regular basis. And it was weird then and it's weird now because it's like this weird belly dancing K-pop thing that like uh appropriates middle eastern music and and this is the video now i remember this is the video that has the narration in the beginning that mm-hmm. makes me think of uh of our boy mirror of van black uh because <laughs> this is one day and somebody in the comments a uh, point uh pointed out how it always reminds her or him of mirror and one day and black got a new house it's like, uh, Mirror, that, that video, that whole video is just, <laughs> dude, I love M Black and Mirror is just so cool. And like, they're, yeah. they're all cool, dude. So we're not going to go into this again. We did that part of the show. <laughs> Wapur. <laughs> Wapur. Uh, English. <laughs> oh, God, I love M Black. 
Uh, anyways, Queen Bees. I, I think I saw you click on the link when I was watching you look at the doc. Queen yeah. Bees. Queen Bees mm-hmm. is an is, a, is an interesting group. They used to be known by PopCon, and the main thing that ca- caught caught my attention about this video, watching this and researching this, is like they created this video where the concept was this gothic style, and uh, the video for the uh, one of the recent singles. There's just like this intensity. This like, it starts with this like vampire dude, straight up banging a chick. And like mm-hmm. killing her and strangling her, and he, like what it starts with is he's like chilling out by the by the pool, and you zoom out and you see a dead body on the pool, <laughs> and you see straight up just like, and there's no doubt about it that they're banging on the bed, like it's like, <laughs> and and not even like sensual banging, they're just like <clears throat> like rabbit style, <laughs> and it's just like, and it's up and down, up and down, and, it, and then he starts strang. It's like, what is going on? Is this a K-pop video? What? And it's like, uh, and then the, the song is really cool and like intense and like, uh, but like that just threw me for a loop. Did you, did you get a chance to see that video? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I checked out some of it and I like, I paused it after like kind of the music actually kicks in and I was like, what was I what? Did I watch a, a fucking vampire mo- movie? Did I watch an axe murderer movie? Like, was that a music video? Because <laughs> like, <laughs> I never got to the song. <laughs> it's like the vampire banging and then the murder, and it's like, what? You feel like you watched a whole movie just on that, and then there's a song. Right. <laughs> uh, but they're still doing their thing. Apparently, their st- their Twitter account is still active as of just recently. Uh, so. They're still a thing. And of course, our girls, what's up? Uh, uh, yeah. I've been, dude, I've been sitting here this whole time waiting for you to get to what's up. I'm not going to yeah. lie. Because, <laughs> like, I feel like we owe what's up kind of an apology, kind of slightly. Yeah. It was just like, we were so against the concept of what's up. Yeah. And we were just like, oh, this is going to be dumb. This is going to be dumb. This is going to be dumb. Okay, that wasn't that dumb. Uh, what? Okay. Huh. All right. No, I like them. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it was like we watched the first video and we're like, oh, okay. I guess it, 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 in context, it worked out a little better than, you know, than we, we were fearing. Uh, I mean, not that it was, you know, super great, but you know, it was good. It was a fun song and the twerking was there. Yeah. But, uh, it was a fun song. And then they, 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 you know, they did their thing. They had a, uh, Nada had their own solo thing. They had their own craziness of like their YouTube's account. Their, their YouTube account situation is still insane. And we're still trying to, you know, navigate it. But, uh, they came back recently with, uh, their recent, with Nom Nom Nom. And we had our trepidation with even that song. Even after all that we've been through, we had our trepidation because <laughs> we just saw, we saw them being all hood and random black dudes. And we we're like, yeah, this could go in a weird, <laughs> weird place. Yeah. And then it ended up just being a fun song. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And I think, I think we're kind of always going to have our, our moments with, with what's up. Cause that's their concept of being kind of like, rough and and kind of you know a, a, even a little more than 21 you know yeah. um because yeah. you know like 21 has that rough side to them but it always is something that you appreciate right 
They so have that like, mix of like glam. Uh, Twenty One has that mix of glam and swagger with, uh, with yeah, a sense yeah, of yeah. like hip hop sensibility uh, that they mix well. The What's Up ha- takes that and they're going more hood rat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's a there's like even in the funnest song that they have, there's somebody always does a teeth snarl. You know, somebody yeah. always like. Puts on a fucking and, a fucking hood face, you know? And like, that somebody uh, is Nada. <laughs> it's usually Nada. <laughs> yeah, it's usually Nada. Yeah. Cause she's like the, the head, she's the leader and the head rapper, so it's like, well, not the leader technically, cause that's Jinju, but. Yeah. But she's the, the head rapper and she's, she takes care of the hoodness of it all. Her and her. her oh, yeah, she does. Oh, yeah. And surprise, and oddly enough, uh, she, she, a company that is, we've talked about this before, it has, she's also slightly tanner than the usual Korean. <laughs> yeah. And then, so, uh, I know we noticed that the rest of the group got a little tanner. <laughs> <laughs> when people, you yeah, know, when people usually slightly. stand out as much anymore. No, no. Uh, Suddenly, it's like, uh, you know, in, a, in an era, in an age where people are, you know, in historically, K-pop idols slather on the BB cream and, you know, uh, and the foundation to get themselves a little more fair-skinned, uh, they got a little tanner. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's definitely interesting. Uh, and, and they get their, they get their flack. They're gonna, st- I think, uh, even now they get their flack and, uh, and we're still gonna have those moments because, like, Jingle Bell is still like, eh. as much yeah, as I love Whistle. Christmas song. I mean, the Christmas songs were were cute and fun, you know. And it was it was kind of like, oh, and in the moment, you know, this is the thing, yeah. kind of, you know, it was fun. Yeah, but and they're gonna get their flack, but hopefully, uh, I I really want good things to happen because I think as they coalesce into where they're going forward because every group has their initial awkward stage we've discussed this like at length and you've discussed this at length earlier and you all can go check it out i don't remember which episode i think it was when we were talking about top dog uh the early no when we talk about beat bang bong tom boys uh, when we talk about bong tom boys initially uh you talked about the uh, that initial awkward stage there's always that yeah. that that growth pattern and then they finally coalesce into what they're going you, to be you, like you, you, you want to watch a growth pattern go back and watch fucking go watch haru haru from uh to anyone right and then just watch anything linked from that and and then just watch a, a random current video from them and then go back and watch another old one you will be like yeah. that, that's two different groups yeah <laughs> Even from like you, older stuff in fire. It's weird to me that it's two different groups. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's hopefully more good things from What's Up. We love What's Up. Those girls are cool. Uh, fighting. Uh, Alphabet. I think we've discussed Alphabet before. They're there. Yeah. No, Alphabet was the one we also were a little bit like, uh, hmm. and then like when, when and- it came out, it was like, Okay. Yeah, as the teasers came out, we were like, oh, you know what? Like, I don't think I'm gonna be scared of Alphabet. And like, we're, we're, we're like, alright, we're looking kind of forward to seeing what Alphabet is gonna put out. Like, you know. I think, so. yeah. They, they, they're in the same, they're from Simtong Entertainment, uh, again, the home of, uh, GI, our girls. So, hoping for good things. They're from a good lineage, you know, that I think uh, Simtong is putting out some cool stuff, and I'm glad, uh, uh, I'm I'm hoping for good things. Yeah. Good things. 
Uh, Damien. I think the, I think the biggest problem we had now that I think about it with Alphabet was their whole naming scheme. Yeah. I think that was the biggest problem we had with Alphabet. I think that in, in, when the song was released, it was kind of run of the mill. Yeah. uh, At the time. And I think, uh, if we go back, we'll probably get that same feeling, but we'll, we'll have to see going forward. Again, initial awkward stage. It was kind of run of the mill single. There's a lot of members, uh, uh, you know, even just at nine. Uh, but hey, Sunyoshi Day makes it work. So if you want to, you know, if, if they can do it, you can do it. Uh, you gotta aspire to the top. Uh, Esquire, uh, debuted. I remember uh, the name, but I don't remember actually I think, hearing anything from them. I think they still haven't officially fully a debuted. Uh, yeah. they, they're listed that's on this what, list. That's what I'm say. Yeah, because, uh, the one notable thing about them is none of the members are from an Asian country. And in fact, uh, almost, um, most of them are Asian, but all the members are Canadian, and one of them isn't even Asian. Marco, he's Italian, of Italian descent. He's a Canadian of Italian descent. So that's an mm. interesting thing. You know, people are invading K-pop that aren't Asian. Yeah. Uh, and we're going to see that uh, for one of the 2014 groups. Uh, mm. I think, all right, so let's get through the last couple groups. Blady has a really cool song uh, out there that I linked in the playlist. Uh, cool video, uh, and they're doing their thing. MNN, of course, the subgroup of, uh, brown eyed girls, our girls, Mario, Narsha, yay. Uh, Pro C, uh, is another group I linked to a cool video that has, uh, K Will. And apparently there is subgroup of a group that hasn't debuted yet. <laughs> uh, and what's interesting about the video is in the entire video, you cannot see their faces. <laughs> and what makes the joke even, uh, what makes the moment even more ironic is that this guest star is K. Will, who, of course, never appears in his own videos. <laughs> <laughs> or if he does, he gets killed off in like the first minute, <laughs> like in the, the, the last video he was on. So it's like, uh, two rappers, you don't see the faces, guest with a guest star that will never appear in his videos. <laughs> Uh, That's fine. but yeah, so proceed. They're doing their thing. Uh, 100% V is a vocal group, uh, subgroup of 100%. And Peach Girl is a group that, uh, just recently debuted. So it's hard to say that they, it's too recent to say that they've disbanded or are still existing, but they did a thing just recently. All right. So what, what do you think stands out most of 2013 of like, just like all the groups and, in, in, in just in the K-pop world in general? What's up? Yeah. <laughs> At least for us. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say what's up. And then unfortunately, long town boys. Yeah. Cause as much as we, we are resident to say, uh, they're, they're kind of a hit. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I mean, uh, I love GI, but I really don't know what GI has hit outside of the bubble of people who are going to already be integrated to K-pop. Yeah, you know. So um, they, and they're 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 they have their swelling of fandom with us and a few other people, but they they haven't quite got in there. They haven't quite uh, broken through yet. Yeah. Um, but they're still a great group. But uh, yeah, yeah. Is so cute. I don't yeah. fuck what anyone says. I'll fight you. <laughs> 
Uh, but another year, another bunch of like K-pop groups that debuted and then disappeared. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and we're going to have to see. Okay. So 2014 is going to be, we're already getting our, our groups that are debuting and we talked a little bit about it last week. Uh, we have a little better understanding. Uh, we have winner. Obviously they're going to debut right Ooh. quick. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, and. I'm interested in seeing Pink Punk. <laughs> uh, another YG. Another drink. YG production. Uh, one of their rappers is a 16 year old. One of their members is apparently a, a, a 17 year old rapper girl, uh, who they had as a trainee. Uh, one of the members, one of the trainees used, was going to be a member, but then left Korea and went back to the States and decided to leave, uh, you know, Kimina and like, uh, that was a whole drama. So it, we don't know exactly the details on there, but there's apparently a group, a girl group by the name of Pink Punk. It's going to be interesting to see. And then, you know, more groups that, you know, CCM is going to come out with a group. Uh, uh, uh Entertainment is going to come out with a group. Woolum, another Woolum Entertainment, uh, group. 17. Okay. Playtus Entertainment is going to come out with a group called 17 that has 17 members. Yeah. That apparently are all 17. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, you, are, are you gonna call them 18 when they turn 18? Like, maybe add another member. <laughs> add another member and next year they call them 18? I don't know. God, don't. Oh god. I don't think they're, uh, I'm not gonna say anything. Okay, moving on. Uh, Radiance. Called, uh, Radiance out of Willem Entertainment. Yeah, Willem Entertainment has some cool groups now, and if they follow in the suit of being like what they've done with Infinite, uh, I think it, it could go well. Uh, the Gloss, of course, they're notable for having, again, uh, like, uh, the group we talked about in one of the 2013 groups that supposedly hasn't, uh, uh, made debut yet, a non-Asian member. <laughs> uh, yeah. member Olivia and actual, the leader of the group apparently is French. Uh, and, and that's gonna be the, the thing. Uh, the gloss. Uh, five live out of JYP. Yep. Uh, uh, apparently they appeared on an episode of, of when. Yeah. Uh, at least the trainees, like, uh, it's just a bunch of guys. Uh, that's kind of who, uh, JYP's hang, hanging their hat on. Uh, big time. Uh, I think this is, well, he's, he's also got a seven member group that he's, uh, planning on releasing that people have nicknamed the next 21, the, the next 2 p.m. Not 21, the next mm-hmm. 2 p.m. Uh, which is a lofty claim. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, he's gonna have a, a, a it's gonna be the first boy group, uh, after, you know, JYP proper's first boy group since 2, 2 p.m. Uh, if you, you know, since, uh, Bangtan Boys was, is one of, is under a subsidiary. So, that's a big claim. People have been saying that. So, if they, if that, if they come through on that promise, that'd be awesome. That's a, that's <laughs> a big promise, dude. But that's a big promise. Uh, some group named Impact has nothing to do with Impact Wrestling, I imagine. <laughs> They're gonna make an impact. Probably not gonna make an impact, but who knows? Uh, Hive. Apparently, uh, the Borg group. <laughs> the Hive Mind. 
uh, member was member was on K-pop star on uh, SBS K-pop star. Uh, all right, another nigga network. Uh, little, little, little. Apparently, uh, usually, usually gimmick groups don't make it. Yeah. You know, so I I have no They're feel all... for seventeen or littles at the moment. Like, yeah, doing uh. K-Much, uh, Chrome Entertainment, aka the home of Crayon Pop, are gonna come out with a conventional boy group. <laughs> uh, we'll have to see what happens with that. Uh, yeah. eh, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Moa at a professional entertainment. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, and flying. And flying out of FNC Entertainment, they have an official. They've already debuted in Japan, apparently. Yeah. So oh, there's that. <laughs> and, and laid back yeah. out of Star Content Entertainment, Star Content Media, used to be called Jackpot. Now they're laid back. Lay back with my mind and my money and my money and my mind. Uh, what? All right. So looking at some of the groups, do you, is anything on this list uh, catching your eye? <laughs> well, of course, you know, of course, freaking um, winner, I'm going to pay somewhat of attention to because it's it's a YG property. Uh, Pink Punk, I'm going to pay attention to, Five Live, uh, because they're coming out of the big people who are known to, to put a lot of time and effort into their groups and, and mm-hmm. really, really promote them. Um... Other than that, K-Much, uh, depending on how that goes, and Radiance, I think, is another one that I'm, I'm gonna kind of keep an eye on. Yeah, cause, I mean, coming out of Woolham, who, uh, though they're, right now they're working under the umbrella of SM, supposedly they're working independently from SM, even though they're kind of in their umbrella, so they're still Woolham. So if they're still Woolum, there's a good chance that it might be a pretty quality group. Uh, is there a group that debuted in 2013 that you think are going to kind of take that next step and break through in 2014, kind of like how EXO did and Crayon Pop did? Uh, I feel like if anybody, we're going to start to see more from Alphabet. We're, we're going to start to see a lot more from Alphabet. Ladies Code, um, What's Up is just is just doing it like they they i think have found their formula and it's only gonna get better i really 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 want to see more time and effort put into gi mm-hmm. would love to see more time and effort put into gi um i want to see um bongtown boys eliminated not from yes. this earth just from k-pop yes um and then other than that, I think there's going to be a lot of fizzle from a lot of people. I think there's going to yeah. be a lot of try and just not anything. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, one of the, uh, alright, so, the, uh, two things that we've talked about, Beyond Hollywood, uh, cool site, they talked about this past year and they talked about going forward. Uh, one thing, they talked about the best and worst and what the fuck of last year. And, uh, they had a couple points I agree with. Return of Block B is a good point from this past year. Uh, you know, the disrespect of, of somebody that lost a loved one for by the media is very much a bad one. But, 
I very much disagree with their point. Uh, they, they kind of, they shit on our girls. And, and I don't appreciate it. They shit on our girls GI. And, mm-hmm. and they said, uh, so what they, you know, even a shot at what some might call the Amber card with an all tomboy group failed. I mean, but I, I said that's what it was. And I told you, like, but like, like that's but what everybody was going to look at. Like, everybody's going to be like, oh, what was hot before GI came out? FX was hot before GI came out. What made FX so hot? Amber. Oh, and, but for me, like, they have their own little standout to thing to them. And, and like I, yeah. like, you know, I love one cat. I'm in love with fucking one cat is my, oh, goddamn, what is the word? Ushim, uh, Ushima? Oh. No, no, no. It's it, all right. So like in Japanese pop culture, especially like with AKB, because there are so many girls, usually fans group to one girl and support yeah. that one girl within that group. You know, and like vote for her when, when like the voting things come up and like all those kind of things and stuff like that and try to make sure that she's getting the support that she should have. And I think it, the word is Oshima and it's just like, you know, the person yeah. you want to cheer on. Um, so, you know, like when, when I'm saying like I'm in, when I'm talking about these groups and I'm like, Oh, I'm in love with this person. I'm in love with that person. I'm in love with that person. I'm talking about within that group. That's my Oshima. That's the person I'm cheering for. So like yeah. one cat is the person I'm cheering for in GI. I, I, and I just like GI kind of across the board. They're fun. And I feel like, I feel like if you give them a chance and you really listen to them and you really watch them perform and do their thing, they are really more than what they're presented as of this yeah. all tomboy group. Yeah, to uh, kind of combat the combat the growing star that is Amber. Oh God, it's so right. <laughs> uh, and I, and I, what really irritated me was the last t- t- couple sentences of that paragraph, which was sometimes simply sticking to what works is not such a bad thing. The boxes your friend K-pop own it. I'm like, what? So your argument is conformity. Your argument is yeah. to not try things. That is what you're trying to say? She shouldn't try things. Don't try new things. Conform. Do what's been working. Don't ever reach out. You know, don't ever experiment. Don't ever think outside the box. Like, what? How is that a good thing? How is that ever a good thing? I mean, creatively speaking. Like, I mean, I guess you can go with what's safe. But how are you going to argue for that? As the overall overall argument, as an answer to maybe an, a failed idea, whatever. Uh, another point that they pointed out uh, in their predictions of next year, there's a there's okay, there's a sentiment that's been expressed on Asian Junkie, uh, our boys in Asian Junkie, holla at you, uh, and it's uh, reassessed here on on this uh, the, their predictions of 2014. Uh, among, uh, among the many things, they pointed out that there's a, there's a possibility that we're kind of at the beginning of the end of the second wave of K-pop. Um, partially, I mean, and not, and we're talking about the very, very, very beginning, like the early parts of the beginning of the end of the second wave of K-pop. And we're talking about the second wave of K-pop is, of course, the kind of the mid-2000s debuted, uh, groups that we all remember, you know, the, the, Wonder Girls of the World, the uh, you know Sunyashide, the uh, you know Kara, T- you know Tiara, all these groups. Brown-eyed girls. Mm-hmm. Because uh, if you if you think about okay, so we have the possibility of pretty much Wonder Girls not really 
being around anymore. Like, uh, they lost one member. One member, you know, like I said, had a baby. <laughs> and she's kind of living her life. Uh, and there's a chance that they might not be around. They're all, and JYP is aggressively coming out with new groups and almost considering, almost makes you think that he's realizes the writing is on the wall with that. And Nicole is leaving Kara. <laughs> and Nicole is one of the most popular members of Kara. And that's bad enough. And there's a possibility of Ji Young, I think that's her name, Ji Young, uh, leaving as well, which could leave them, you know, Kara, uh, out, you know, on the outways, you know, on the way out. So it's the, the, that just those couple of linchpins might be the, 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 Bell tolling for, uh, yeah. for that you know that that that. And I mean, I mean even look at look at two p.m. Right, they're not doing a lot anymore as a group. You know, like yeah, they had ad toy. Being... Yeah, they had ad toys this earlier this year, but that's not that's about it. <laughs> yeah, a lot of that is starting to spread out. Um, you don't hear too much from two a.m. anymore. Um, uh. The Big Bang is kind of picking and choosing their moments and great moments at that. Um, you know, uh, fucking Super Junior, like, they're all in their thirties now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have a feeling they're going to keep going, but as a new fresh group, they might be, you know, they're kind of, yeah, yeah. They're no, no longer they're, a they're fra- doing, new fresh group. Yeah, they're doing their things with kind of the uh, trying to, add younger members and things like that. Um, and I mean, a lot of them have moved on to doing radio and variety shows, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, then also like, you know, um, uh, Sona Shade, girls generation, like some of those members are getting up there in age and, you know, they're all in their mid twenties now at this point. <laughs> they're woman's generation yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. I know they want to stay girls. Uh, uh I mean, they, they're, they're going to keep going. Uh, they've said, uh, many times that they're just going to keep being girls generation for forever. <laughs> but at some point they're going to have to refocus maybe of, yeah, we're always together. We're always, you know, we always love each other. We're always friends, but we could all just kind of do our own thing. Like maybe more Tatiso, uh, you know, the TTS subgroup or, you know, Taeyeon could do some local, solo vocal work because she's, if you could just listen to her sing, she's phenomenal singer. Hyoyeon, uh, could do like, I don't know, something involving dance. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's an Yoshi day. And, you know, it, it, it'll be interesting. Yeah. It's this year and, uh, if anything about this but, year, but yeah, yeah. Well, what I was going to say is I feel like there's too much of a bridge between the gap. You know what I'm saying? Like you think about that, right? So you have, you have those big giant groups ending, right? Mm-hmm. But then what you got out of that was a lot of other groups found out like, Oh, sometimes showing one person stand out in particular makes a, makes the group as a whole a bigger thing, right? So you take Big Bang and what Big Bang was, right? Uh-huh. And it was supposed to be a boy group. It was just initially kind of supposed to be a boy group. But everybody stood out in their own way, especially GD, right? So you kind of also mix it up and separate them, right? They did yeah. the, they did the put, 
they did the formula of, okay, group, okay, put the two rappers together, put that out as a thing, but then you're like, you know, everybody kind of stands out individually and yeah. have had the wherewithal to put out individual records by everyone in that yeah. group. You know what I'm saying? Um, and that, that is just mind boggling when you think about how all these other groups have done it. They've always either just done subgroups of two or three people or one, per, you know, or just one person just standing out. Then you take like, um, then you take, uh, I'm trying to think of another group, like, you know, 21 or FX. Four, four minute has kind of, uh, we joke around yeah. about, you know, like how Hyuna is. <laughs> The the joke is Hiana is the Beyonce to four minutes of Destiny's Child, but in many respects she she's kind of broken out into kind of her own stardomness. Uh but that has grown four minute as well, whereas four minute as a group has uh blossomed as well. Uh in a sense. <laughs> uh, but I think overall, and we're going to see, yeah, there's a transition overall this year, last year, and next year. I think are these like a couple of years are a big transition point for K-pop at this point. I think I, I picked the right time to get into K-pop because it's a <laughs> huge transition point. We're getting a lot of new groups that are kind of taking over. And I mean, and I, 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 you have these moments, right, where... where you get into K-pop and you kind of get a little bit annoying, right? Cause like I got into K-pop and it, it was like I had nobody to talk to, to about it for the longest time. Like I would just kind of listen to it and you know, we would talk, we would be talking and hanging out in, you know, with the other group of kids that we hang out with. And every so often, like, I, I, cause I had bad fucking audio set up then people were like, what, what are you listening to? <laughs> I'd be like, oh, I'm just listening to K-pop song. And, you know, I would link it and everybody would be like, the fuck is this? Is this like <laughs> Japanese stuff? And they're like, no, it's K-pop. You know, I'd have to go through the whole thing or whatever. And then like kind of as I had to do that more and more and more and more, like there was that moment where you kind of picked it up. And I, I think around the moment I did that was when I was like listening to a lot of the boy groups. Yeah. So then like, the the one moment I finally like was listening to like a girl's generation song and linked it and you just messaged me like why have you never told me about this? <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah. Uh I know it was like the, the the big transition where it's like first like guiltily listening to G Dragon's crayon and then it's like uh getting more and more into it. And it's been yeah. It's been fun. It's been a whole fun journey uh this year. Man, uh, remember, remember when I felt bad for listening to GD? Do you remember <laughs> that moment in life? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> remember when uh, I compared GD to Little Wayne? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. How, how two records change the world, people. Yeah. <laughs> two records. Uh, and I think that is the sentiment to kind of wrap up our show with. Uh, uh, so going into 2014, thank you. And I thank you for not finding us annoying, uh, enough to uh, finding us unannoying enough to listen to an hour and a half of us talking about K-pop. Cause, yeah. uh, we really appreciate you. Um, and, well, not uh, just K-pop, I, just Korean entertainment in general. Yeah. You know, like, we talk about all of this crap and, and, you know, for anybody out there who is interested in listening or listening, thank you so much. Yeah. 
Uh, and I, I wrote a big blog post on, on the website. Y'all can check out rebellion.net. Yeah, please go check that out. Read. The whole uh, blog post. And I, I want to say again, uh, 2013 was a fantastic year for me and the fact that I, I did, I launched three podcasts this year. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, and I thank you, Kaz, for coming on this journey with me. Uh, and yeah. hopefully we're going to keep going for, Another year and many, hopefully many years after that, Dude, like, we, until I, we get sick of this. So cool to do all this stuff. Like, I just, I just, I, I, I love those first initial moments of like you kind of coming to me with the ideas for, for podcasts that you had. Like, I remember just the whole, like, oh, I kind of want to do a wrestling podcast, but there's so many of them. And, you know, you just kind of, you know, being apprehensive about that. And I'm just like, you fucking do it. Just do it. You know, <laughs> and like, like, you know, that's the friend I always am, people. I am the friend where you're like, should I do Like, yep, do it. But I don't yeah. no, do it. Yeah. Like, I don't want to do it. <laughs> you know? And then I became that, I became that with, uh, us pressuring Swagger to, to start a podcast. I was like, you should be podcasting. It's like, yeah. I, and he's like, yeah, well, I had an idea of a music podcast. All right, let's do it. <laughs> and then I was like, all right, you're going to listen to London Calling. We're going to, or it's going to be you, me, you, Brett, Drew. Uh, when are you free? <laughs> When's the next time you're free? We're recording the pilot that day and that's it. And then like with yeah. this, like I said on the blog post, I was like, all right, I need to test this microphone. Kaz, why don't to do a K-pop podcast pilot just to yeah. test this microphone? And then we did it and it became this and it's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, and I mean, it, it, it grows and gets better every day. We add new ideas to it. We're adding, you know, new things every day and, and, yeah. Uh, it, it's it's gonna get it's gonna get good. Yeah, I'm gonna start setting up the Rebelli po- the Rebelli YouTube page for uh in the future. We're gonna start doing video projects, including hopefully Kaz doing some cooking, me hopefully trying to experiment, trying to do some cooking of a like, K-pop of, of Korean food or Japanese food or you know whatever comes yeah. to mind, uh, and other video projects. Uh, also, okay, so going for it, Kaz. I know you got something. Uh, that you got to plug for this coming Friday. Oh, yes. Yes, I do. Um, so, like, any and everyone out there, uh, our, our giant group of, of internet friends puts together a, uh, award show every year to uh, kind of make fun award and, and just have fun with the fact that there are so many creative people within this group. Um, and it's called the chat realm awards and you can go to chatrealm.us slash awards. Um, and, uh, you can still vote for things and you can vote every day, uh, up until I think actually the new year. Um, yeah, up until tomorrow from the day you're listening to this, yeah. Yep. So, uh, you can go there, check that out, and then what will happen after that is Friday on the 3rd, um, mm-hmm. we are, are going to have the award show ceremony, which I will be co- co-hosting, uh, with, with main host Roberto Viegas, um, and very much thanks to the production crew of T2T2 and Blender MF, um, Two awesome freaking dudes who are just like masters of the internet, um, yeah. who have been in the background putting the show together, like all the camera stuff, all the graphics and all the stuff like that. Whereas like me and Roberto are just going to fucking talk and be idiots, you yeah. know, but like all the pretty things will be fucking pretty. Um, 
And it's it's just fun kind of internet reverence to just like kind of look back at the year and, and enjoy the time that we've spent with each other as friends or as enemies. You never know. Yeah. What did, or what frenemies. Frenemies, yeah. Yes. I just sneezed. <laughs> um, yes. So... Yeah, so definitely, please, 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 anybody within the sound of my voice, go check that out. Um, it would be very greatly appreciated if you did that. Um, thank you. Yes. That's all I can say. <laughs> thank you. Uh, Kaz is at King Kaz all over the internet. I am Petey Rave all over the internet. This show is Juku. Uh, this network is Ravelli uh, Podcast Network. This, uh, you can check out the website for this, uh, podcast at com. Again, I'm sorry. I'm, I know it's a hard name to spell. That's why I created the alternate URL, kpoppodcast.com. Easy to remember. Share that with your friends. Just tell people, kpoppodcast.com. Uh, check out all of our past episodes. Uh, check out all of our other shows on this uh, network of sorts. Uh, and check out all the things. Follow the things. Click on the things. Subscribe to the things. Rate and review. Uh, until next time, hasta los huevos. Annyeong. Fighting. Bye-bye. Fighting. One cat, fighting. <sighs> Thank you. <laughs>